Welcome to It's Gwinnable, the podcast of my journey to become the best woman, wife, and mother that I can be. In today's episode, I want to talk about getting to know yourself. I am. I feel like it's really important and that it's something that we don't put a lot of emphasis on in our adult lives. Um, we're so busy focusing on the day-to-day things and being a good employee and being a good partner and being a good mother that we don't take the time to invest in ourselves and really do like a deep dive into yourself. And I feel like just the better that you know yourself, the easier your life is. Uh, I found that for, for me. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about how I'm doing that, how I've done it in the past and how I'm moving forward with my journey. Um, it's a really big commitment, but I really feel like it's the best gift that you can give yourself. So a little bit why I decided to start, um, really focusing on it and putting effort into it was about 10 years ago now. Um, I met someone and I like having the conversations about like the big questions, the things in society that people have really strong stances on that they're passionate about, that they're very opinionated on. I like hearing about why people think the way that they think and, and what they believe. So I was having a conversation like that with this person and they had an answer. They knew where they stood and what they believed in. I think we were talking about the death penalty just as an example of like what one of the big issues is. Um, but they couldn't explain to me why their stance was what it was. Um, after about 20 minutes of trying to, to get them to give me an explanation on why they were for or against, um, we kind of came to the conclusion that they had never given it any thought. They just said that they believed the same thing that their parents believed, that they were raised to agree or disagree with it. And that's all the thought they had given. And I was kind of like, oh, it was the first time in my life that I realized really realized or like felt it in my bones that people are are raised differently. Uh, I was raised to question things and research things and figure out what my opinion is on things. And I just, I guess a part of me assumed that everyone else had grown up doing the same thing. And I felt really sad for this person that they didn't have that experience or that opportunity that they didn't know why they believed what they believe. Um, And that's when I really started. I'm like, you know what? I should sit down. I should write it out. I should know because maybe there are things that I was unaware of that I have beliefs that I didn't know how to back up. So I decided that that I was going to sit down and really think about some of those things. And it just happened to be at a period in my life, too, where I was struggling a little bit with my self-identity. I had goals in my life or dreams in my life that I always thought I would accomplish and I had been given some news from a medical professional that those dreams wouldn't necessarily be possible for me to fulfill so it was a time in my life where I was like okay all my life I've dreamed I'd grow up I would do a b and c my life would be great and I had actively worked towards those goals and then to find out hey probably not going to happen It just gives you that moment of like, now I don't know where my life is going. And I felt like I had disappointed my younger self, if that makes sense. Like 
I had all of these big lofty goals and my life just wasn't turning out the way I thought it was supposed to. And I think with most people that gives you a lot of sadness and it kind of threw me into a bit of a depression. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to take the time to figure out who I am, what I believe in, to let go of my childhood dream and to be okay with it, to not miss it or mourn it and to figure out what I wanted to do moving forward so that I could live a life that I was really genuinely happy and passionate about. And I, I'm a very analog person. I like notebooks and pens. Um, my day planner is a physical actual book. It's not the electronic calendar in my phone. Um, so I chose to go the route of handwriting everything into a binder that I got from the dollar store and divided up uh, lined paper into little segments. Um, but if you're more comfortable in the digital world and you want to type it up, I just feel like it's important to write it down, to have it physically set in stone, so to speak, that you're putting it out there that this is you and not to show anybody, but just for yourself. So um, I decided I was going to do it the pen and paper way. And then that's about as far as I got, to be honest with you. I'm like, where do you even start? I felt like tackling the big questions, as I call them, was just too much. It felt overwhelming for me to just start there. So I decided to uh, take a step back um, to high school. I think that if you're a girl, and I think our guy friends, some of them did it too, you filled out those questionnaire surveys, you know, what's your name, what's your birthday, your favorite color, where are you from? Um, I decided to start there. Uh, Just because those are easy questions. They're fast. They're simple. Um, I know the answers to those questions without having to give it any thought or give it very much thought. Um, So I went, I spent, I think, probably about a week of my spare time just going online and finding those surveys and, like, copy-pasting them. So I had a master list of all of them. Um, I think there were probably close to a thousand questions on there. Um, And I did the reverse too. So when you get to the section about the favorites, I also did what's the least favorite as well as the most favorite. And I thought, I'll just start there. I have about, oh, I don't know, probably about 20 pages of my binder is those types of questions. And it just gave me some place to start off from. And I also felt I enjoy naming things. Like I felt that this project, this deep dive into myself needed a name. I needed it to be something kind of concrete so I went with mission me like mission impossible only it's not impossible um mission me it's a mission to really focus on myself to really dive into myself and that worked for me it was simple and fairly direct and I have done that too with uh my new year's resolutions this year also have like a quest type of name which we can talk about another time but I feel like it makes it more official and more doable. I don't know. It's a trick that I found that works really well for me. So with the start of my mission, me just writing out the answers to the really simple questions, um, gave me an opportunity just to get going pen to paper, just to get good at making a commitment to my answers. And that way, when I reached the point in time where the questions started to get a little bit more difficult, um, in part two, cause I made it into parts, um, 
it was easier for me to do that. And I started with the medium questions and then worked my way up to the big questions. And each big question got at least one full sheet of paper so that I could do some research, so that I could write out my answers, um, just so that I knew where I was coming from and I knew that the conclusion I had arrived at was for me and not because society told me to or because my parents had raised me to, um, but that I had really took the time to think about it and decide what I really thought and felt. And I have the binder still. The, the first page says like 2013 on it. Um, that where I really started putting everything into one concrete section. Um, and I realized that there's still, there's still work in that arena. I haven't answered all of the big questions, um, got a little bit busy with life. So that is a commitment that I am going to make to myself that I'm going to work at finishing it, um, with the big questions and having it all written out nicely. But, um, I branched off a little bit into, the more personality type quizzes and stuff like that, like knowing if you're an introvert or an extrovert and knowing that nobody is all of one or all of the other, but knowing where you fall on that spectrum, knowing what you need to do to recharge your batteries at the end of a long day um, helps a lot. And it's to get into specifics for a moment. I am definitely very heavily weighted towards introvert. Um, it is something that concerned me um, when I was pregnant because I, in order to recharge my batteries, need to be completely alone for a long period of time, like three plus hours of just being able to read a book or just being able to sit with my thoughts or you know, just being able to veg out with a TV show, but that's what I need. And if you have ever had a baby, you know that that is not a possibility for the first very long time. Um, your babies need you, they need you when they need you, and there's no, hey, I'm recharging my batteries right now, I will be with you in an hour. Um, so that was something that I was, I needed to be aware of what I could do to recharge my batteries so that I knew how to make sure I did not lose all of my marbles when I became a mother. So knowing that um, and knowing that it's okay to be an introvert and knowing that everyone has to rest and relax and recharge um, is important and it helps in all aspects of your relationships. My favorite story, um, my sister-in-law and I went to Vancouver. We walked onto the ferry, took the ferry over to Vancouver, took a bus over to one of the big malls there, spent all day shopping. We got on the first ferry of the day. So we were on the ferry about six o'clock in the morning, shopped all day, took the bus back to the ferry, got on the ferry to come home. She and I are both very introverted. We literally did not say one word to each other on the ferry ride home. We sat in complete silence. Um, I think we were playing with our phones or just staring out the window. And when we got into the car, we were like, oh, it's it's like a two, two hour, a little bit over two hours ferry ride that we did not look at each other or speak to each other, even though we were sitting next to each other. And with anyone else, I would have felt like I needed to make conversation. And I was incredibly grateful in that moment of just saying, hey, we're both tapped out. We're both peopled out. 
we're just going to sit here beside each other and just zone out and relax. And we got in the car and we kind of laughed and we said, like, we're the only people we could have done that with. The only people we could have just sat beside and not said a single word and not been hurt or offended or pressured into feeling like we needed to push ourselves to be more social um we didn't feel ignored by the other person we both knew kind of what we were doing and it just felt so amazing to be with someone that was that understood and didn't judge or feel yeah wounded by what you needed to do so that was just a very freeing moment where I realized that it's just so amazing to be with your people um but it's good to know where you fall like Robin is also an introvert but less introverted than I am he does not need as much time alone to recharge as I need Um, so that's been just a journey that we've had over the four years of our marriage of giving each other space when we need space and understanding that some of us need more space than others Um, so it's good to know these things and to writing it down just makes it more official and puts it out there and allows you to acknowledge it in a different way than just thinking about it does so just take the time to figure that kind of stuff out for yourself I love those Myers-Briggs personality tests I love I took a course for school one time and we did I forget what it's called now I should have looked it up maybe but you got sorted into colors so every personality had a color group there was gold blue Uh, orange and green I believe were the colors and I was a green and as soon as she started talking about it I knew that I was a green (laughs) and it was nice she divided up the classroom into the different colors so I got to sit with like seven other people who are also green and it was the most amazing group project I have ever participated in because we all came at it from the same viewpoint so that was a lot of fun in listening to the other groups present their projects just from having come completely from all blues or um, all oranges it was really fun and the different energy levels and the different groups so if you ever have an opportunity to do something like that I highly recommend it because it just yeah it was amazing experience but um, I also recently through a podcast I listened to called happier um, a podcast that Gretchen Rubin and her sister put out Um, Gretchen Rubin wrote a book the four tendencies and she has different personality types as well and I remember when she was talking about them she did a few podcasts about them and I remember thinking that I was one of them it sounded very much like me Um, and then she has a quiz you can take online to find out which one you are and I was a different one and I kind of it set me back for a minute I was like no that doesn't make sense I really thought it was this one but uh it was right I was definitely the one that the quiz said that I was once I I took her book out from the library and read it and I'm like oh no that makes way more sense now um it just it helps to know yeah that the quirky aspects of your personality are it makes them feel more legitimate the her tendency that I ended up being was a questioner which in her philosophy means that I need to know why I'm doing something I need to know like if someone asks me to do something they say hey go there do this I'm going to be very reluctant to do it but if they say hey can you go here and do this because 
these three reasons, I would be like, oh, right. Okay. No, that makes sense. I'll totally go do that. Um, you can't just say, Hey, don't eat wheat. It's bad for you. I need to know why it's bad for me or whatever, right? Which whatever thing that it is. And once I know why it's very easy for me to stick with it. Um, but I'm definitely a huge questioner in life. I like to know everything about everything. I think I'm going to be a lifelong just student desperate for more information, but, and, and having that and knowing that I think is just amazing. So if you have not, um, heard about the four tendencies that Gretchen Rubin has, there's a book called the four tendencies that she has written. Um, there's also a website that she has that you can go to, to take the quiz for free. Um, another one that I really love lately is the five love languages. I think it's a fantastic book. It also has a free quiz you can take online and it's more about how you relate to the world um, and how you show love to the people in your life and how you're able to receive love from the people in your life. Um, I feel like it was a really big stepping stone in how I relate to Robin. Uh, He has a very different dominant love language from mine like everyone's a little bit of all five of them but you have a primary one um, and not only is his primary one like my third or fourth one on the list my primary one is the last thing on his list so it just helped me relate to him a little bit more and to really look at it and acknowledge that the things that he's doing are his way of showing love that's his natural love language and where he comes from even though I was feeling unloved because he wasn't demonstrating it in a way that I could understand um it just yeah it really helps it helps how I viewed myself and how I was putting myself out there and it helped me understand that I was receiving loving things from him just not the ones that were the most important to me and knowing his helped me appreciate his better and feel more loved by him even though it's a book I read by myself and a quiz that I took on my own I did force him to take the quiz but he has not done anything with that information but it still improved our relationship vastly just because of where I'm coming from a place of deeper understanding of myself so that is basically my takeaway for today is really take the time to invest in you and it may seem like silly and it may seem like a waste of time to write them down or to type them up but really um, I encourage you to take the time to do that I really feel like it will make an impact in your day-to-day life along with your big life choices when you know what's important to you you know where you draw your boundaries, you know what your red flags are. You can prioritize better what is important to you. Um, Like I know there are certain things that I do every day that I know that I need to do every day. And if I don't do them, I feel like a failure. (laughs) So I know that those things are like my top priority and it's just the way my personality is. Those things are the things that are important to me. Like I need to know that all of the dirty dishes have been put either into the dishwasher or washed through by hand, or I'm not going to sleep well tonight. I know that that's just who I am and I have accepted it. And when you accept it, you can embrace it. And when you can embrace it, 
even if it's a trait that really annoys you and you wish you didn't have, if you can accept it and then embrace it, it becomes something you're almost enthusiastic about. It's your weird, quirky tendency that, you know, as a teenager, you were probably embarrassed by. And as an adult, maybe you tried to change, maybe you tried to hide it. But if you can really accept it and then embrace it, it just, your life will be so much freer and lighter and happier. And I just really want that for everybody. So um, that is the one tip to try that helped me out. Um, Start your own mission. Give it a name. Maybe it's a mission me for you as well. Maybe it's Operation Deep Dive. I don't know. Call it something because it's fun and because it gives it purpose, I feel like. Um, That's my tip for the day. Something that I am currently struggling with. Oh dear, so many things. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to pick just one. Um, At the beginning of the year in 2020, I kind of made a decision that I was going to start waking up earlier um, with my son Rupert being a year and a half old. Um, The first year of his life, obviously, I went to bed and woke up totally on his schedule when he needed me, um, especially with Uh, We breastfed in the beginning as long as we could do that, um, which means every two to three hours um, I was up with him feeding him. So I slept, I slept in. If he slept in in the morning, I slept in in the morning um, just because I really needed that extra sleep. But he's sleeping through the night really well now and has been since he's been about nine months old. We have the occasional when he's teething or a gross bird or something where he randomly wakes up for one or two nights. Um, But for the most part, he sleeps through the night. So I have just continued the habit of sleeping in in the morning until he wakes up. But uh, on the occasions, it's so nice to have the house to yourself for a little while first thing in the morning. Drink a hot cup of coffee, get yourself set up for the day. um, And it's a lot easier to do that if you're not also juggling a baby um, or a toddler. I should stop calling him a baby because he just wants to be a big boy and I should allow him to do that so so when yes it's just easier if you're not juggling your kid as well to have a couple minutes so I thought I would make that commitment to myself and I decided that I was going to start getting up um, set an alarm and actually get up in the morning Um, the goal being to get up at six o'clock in the morning walk the dog before Robin goes to work uh, while he's here to keep an ear out for Rupert and I can walk at a fast exercise like speed rather than a toddler wandering speed and then if we when we go out in the afternoons we usually go out for a walk in the afternoons but it is usually at Rupert's speed and where Rupert wants to go so I wanted to give the dog that time in the morning um I have not been doing well with that (laughs) it is the thing I am massively struggling with um there have been a couple times where I have just shut the alarm off and gone back to sleep Um, So that is something that I am currently struggling with that I need to do better with. And my hope is by putting it out here and telling everyone about it, that I will be held more accountable um, with that. I need to start actually waking up when I set my alarm. Fingers crossed it goes better for me. I need to recommit to that. Um, Three things that I am grateful for today. Um... 
Robin is job hunting. I feel like this is really great for him. I'm very proud of him. He has been unhappy where he's been working for a long time. So I am pleased that he's made the decision to start looking actively for something different. And I am hoping that he finds something that he loves and is enthusiastic about. We all deserve to do something for a living that we love. So I'm really grateful that he's taking the steps to bring more happiness into his life by getting a job that he enjoys more than the one he's doing now. Um, I'm also grateful for, it's hard to kind of put it into words simply, but there are things that we all kind of put off or push to the side because they're not pleasant things to deal with. Um, and yesterday when Rupert was taking a nap, I had an opportunity to tackle three things that I had been actively putting off and avoiding and did not realize how much added subconscious stress those things were bringing into my life until I actually finally dealt with them. So I am grateful that I stepped up and did those things and have the ball rolling in the correct direction. So proud of me for that. And if there's something on your list you've been putting off, you will feel so much better if you just do it. It will be awesome. Third thing that I am grateful for is that today is Thursday. I love Thursdays. In the afternoons, Rupert and I are going to a mom group where he gets to play with other toddlers and I get to talk with other moms. Um, I really enjoy going. Unfortunately, something happened last week where we didn't make it to mom group, which really bummed me out. So I'm very excited that today is Thursday. Finally, I feel like I've been waiting for it all week. And that we get to go and hang out with other moms and other toddlers. And it's going to be a really great afternoon. So those are the three things that I am feeling grateful for today. And that is the end of this podcast. I hope you hung in there with me. Uh, and that I didn't ramble off track too much. And I really hope that you consider taking some time to spend with yourself and getting to know yourself. So until next time. Have a great day.